What's going on everybody? Welcome to Rock Video Rental. And we are idiots. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't don't are... put me in there with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. Fully my fault. We thought that <laughs> video game month was over and we are ready to jump into May without realizing there was one more Friday left in April. But wait, um, there's more. I would like to say this is the first time it's happened. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not, because we're so great at planning things. So, here's an impromptu um, episode Yeah, <laughs> that we had to scramble at the last second. But before we get into all that, uh, you been watching anything cool lately? Uh, well, I've continued with the Halo series, so still video game related, and still rather disappointing. So, even though... Uh, uh... Yeah, even though this latest episode, uh, or at least the one I saw, had a good action sequence in it, I just really feel like they are really uh, deliberately going for the broader audience rather than the Halo faithful fans. Mm -hmm. And so they're just doing things that are... I do not mind going a, a new route in kind of like uncommon ways. But the fact that it's just like, okay, here's season one, and we're going to go and do all these things that are not ordinary for this video game theme, the theme of Halo. Yeah. It's just like, you need to like ease into it. You need to like do one thing at a time. Instead, they're doing like, I can probably easily list off like three or four things that are very, very uncharacteristic for this video game universe. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's becoming bothersome. So I'm not so much bothered by them doing it. It's the fact that they're doing so many different things at one time. So again, not saying it's bad as a show. It's decent. It's okay. Uh, It's enjoyable, but we'll see how the whole season looks and I'll have more feedback for that. Rock. I do have another movie that I watched. Uh, it is a pretty interesting one. It's about a guy who lives in, you know, the future world after, uh, you know, everything goes, it gets destroyed. Like there's no technology. So it's like a wasteland. And uh, he tries to survive by himself. And, you know, there are limited resources. And he's one of those guys like, oh, I do everything alone. But then he stumbles <laughs> upon some people and he has to team up with them. And uh, in the end, you know, the good guys win. And the movie that I watched was Mad Max. Right. I watched Mad Max again for like six <laughs> times. <laughs> and I uh, loved it just as much as the first time. Rock. You know what I want to see is I want to see a post-apocalyptic movie with the character Ron Swanson, (laughs) where he doesn't even realize (laughs) (laughs) because he's just living out in the woods by himself, like making things out of wood. Trying to keep to himself. Yeah. With hand tools instead of power tools. (laughs) That's funny. I would watch that. Somebody like randomly shows up and you're like, tell them it was like, oh what were you doing before all this happened? And he's like, but what happened? <laughs> it's like Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Like, dude, it's totally crazy. Everybody's dead. How are you still alive? 
<laughs> just yelling the whole time. Uh, you'd have to have John Ralphio in there. <laughs> and that ties back to Sonic. <laughs> Perfect time. But, uh, is that everything you watched? Yep. Uh, uh, not much else. It was uh, a short week, so. Rock. Oh, I got a decent-sized list this time. Uh, we're still watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, and, dude, three of the people on this latest season are from Michigan. Oh, weird. We got one from Muskegon, one from Fraser, and one from Canton. Huh. <laughs> Two guys and a girl. Um, God, that show is just ridiculous. It's such trash TV, but it pulls you in. <laughs> I've also been continuing with uh, Winning Time, the Showtime Lakers show on HBO. The controversial uh, show. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's great. Uh, it's really entertaining. But uh, now movies that I watched, I watched this movie called Star 80. Um, it's about this Playboy playmate in the 80s that became an actress. And her crazy husband ended up killing her. So okay. yeah, spoiler. A, what the crap, well, it was it's a true story, so everybody knows what happened. <laughs> I didn't. It was, yeah, this was made in the god, like the early to mid eighties or something. I don't remember, but it was pretty decent. It's got Eric Roberts in it. He plays the crazy obsessed husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. It's called Rollerblade. Uh, I. Only saw the poster on IMDb, and I'm like, this looks so incredibly awful. I have to watch it. And I tried to request it on Plex, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> so, and it didn't come up in the, the request. So, I ended up like just happening to see some guy on Facebook selling it on VHS. And I got it for like next to nothing, because it was like a former rental. And it was pretty awful. It's like this post-apocalyptic world, and like everybody's on roller skates. Yeah, roller skates, not roller blades. <laughs> but there's like this gang of... Uh, it's almost like Mad Max on roller skates. Then you got like the good guys are like this group of nuns that are on roller skates, and they're all like super hot. And there's like this demon puppet. Like, I can't even explain this movie because it's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have any interest in that, like, read up on it because it's ridiculous. Ah. Uh, I also watched Back to the Future. I had on, on Betamax that was, I think, taped off HBO back in the early 90s or something. But I, I don't know, I've seen it millions of times, but. It was a fun watch again. Oh, and I also watched the Van Damme movie Sudden Death. And I had a realization that it's basically Threat Level Midnight. Michael <laughs> Scott movie. <laughs> where, you know, Threat Level Midnight, Michael Scott has to um, disarm bombs at the... And keep Golden Face from blowing up the NHL All-Star game. Where, in Sudden Death, Van Damme has to disarm bombs and stop a terrorist from blowing up the arena in Pittsburgh. I can't, 
they called it the igloo, but I don't remember what the real name of it was. Um, where the penguins play, and it's game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> so, I mean, it's basically the same movie. Uh, I don't know. I like that movie a lot. It's pretty ridiculous, but I don't know. I don't know if it's my love of Van Damme or my love of uh 1990s NHL, but it fires on all cylinders for me. Uh, and then the last couple of things I watched, a couple of horror movies. I watched The Prowler and uh, Friday the 13th again. Rock. I don't know. I just had the urge to watch Friday the 13th, so <laughs> went for it. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. So do you want to dive in on our great Plando episode here? Yeah, let's go into <laughs> uncharted territory. There are places out there you can't find on any map. They're not gone. They're just lost. Hey, kid. A little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? This is the path that Ferdinand Magellan took to sail around the world. You know your history. It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion, easy. I think you're here because you're your brother. Well, you know my brother, Sam. If you find that gold, you find him too. Who the hell is this? I'm a friend of Sully's. Sully doesn't have any friends. I should know him one of them. You are a collector. Well, I dabble. I'm dabble. My family has been looking for this fortune for a very long time. So much blood. Well, I'm pretty sure he's just threatened to kill me. But don't touch your ear like that. You look like an idiot. You have no idea who you partnered with. I've been dreaming about this stuff since I was a kid. My brother Sam left one final clue. Oh, Big boys, we in because you're about to get a proper Scottish welcome. What? Oh, crap! So, the impromptu movie of the week is Uncharted from 2022. It is directed by Ruben Fleischer. Uh, the plot is Street Smart Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter. Uh, Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the house of Makanda. Makata? Mankata? I think it was Mankata. Yeah. So the cast for this, we got Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, Mark Wahlberg as Victor Sullivan, Antonio Banderas as Santiago Mankata. Sophia Ali as Chloe Frazier. Um, 
Yeah, I forgot this movie was coming out until you said something about it, that it was on Plex. <laughs> yeah, it just came out, so. Yeah, so I was like, oh, we should definitely watch that, because I've played the first game and the fourth game. I haven't played the other ones. But I enjoyed the little bit I did play of them. Did I play the? Th- I think I might have played the third one as well too, because I think it came with my PS3. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I got the uh, the three pack bundle that they did, and I played the first two, and I started the third one, but then it got kind of repetitious, so I put it down, and I never picked it back up yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fun games. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't sure how they were going to make it into a movie and not have it be an Indiana Jones ripoff. Or National Treasure ripoff. Yeah. And I guess we can get into it. Um, I felt like it was kind of both. Like a mixture of the two. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess a little bit of the Brendan Fraser um, Mummy series thrown into. Had a, uh, yeah. that kind of feel. Uh, you know, especially if, like some of the comedy angle. Uh, I apologize if you can hear a train in the background. <laughs> it's special effects background. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the part with the train. <laughs> as far as I remember, I, there wasn't a part with the train. Nope, not um, in this one. But yeah, I know that was one of the things that I thought was like a little meh with the movie. That and didn't have a train? <laughs> and, no the fact that it you know it felt like indiana jones or um national treasure kind of ripoff but i mean indiana jones in itself was kind of a ripoff of the old film serials of like adventurers and stuff yeah so i don't know i wasn't too irritated by it i was just like yeah this is kind of cliche nothing really new i guess yeah, nothing groundbreaking, that's for sure. Yeah, the story was rather generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, some other things, I guess, that didn't work that... Dude, I never noticed it. Maybe it's just this movie, but Mark Wahlberg mumbles a lot. Yeah, this was definitely not his strongest performance by far. So, not his worst, <laughs> but it was not a great performance. So Yeah, he was a little flat. And he got some of his weird delivery that he has, like, "Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, what's up?" I'm, I'm like, I'm running out of breath, and I gotta talk really fast, and I'm confused. What's going on, guys? What are we doing? <laughs> That's I, there was a few of those in there. The one that really made me think of that was uh, when he climbed up into the helicopter and like drops in on the guys flying it. He he does that. Hey guys. <laughs> and it made me think of uh, Andy Samberg's impression on SNL that Mark Wahlberg talks to animals. <laughs> you ever see those? Yeah. Hey, hey, dog, what's going on? I like what you're doing with your fur. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at the same time, like the chemistry that he had with Tom Holland in this movie was pretty decent. I mean, there were some clunky moments, but. Like, all in all, I feel like they had, like, a good back and forth mm-hmm. with each yeah. other. Um, I thought Tom Holland did a really good job in this. Yeah, and this he is was, your first Tom Holland movie, isn't it? 
I believe so, because I haven't seen any of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I'm dare. probably the only person that hasn't seen the Spider-Man movies before I've seen this. You're so old. <laughs> Such an old person for saying that. Probably. Uh, I don't know. He was like witty and, I don't know, charismatic. But, you know, you said that he's basically the same way in Spider-Man 2. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know that. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I do feel like he was kind of typecasted. I mean, he fits. Uh, the Nathan Drake from the video game series was a, a little bit more headstrong, yeah. in my opinion. But, um, you know, I mean, he did all right. Like I, I, like I said, though, I do feel like it was kind of like a typecast where it's just like, hey, you know, just play Spider-Man. But now you're you don't have superpowers. So, yeah, and I like how they treated Nathan Drake in this in the way that, like, you know, he was funny, he was resourceful. Um, like the action scenes were good and believable at times, you know, other times are just ridiculous. But oh, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't like he would fight a lot and he was resilient, but he wasn't like overpowered and he got beat up a lot. Mm hmm. So that was kind of nice to see. He wasn't like a one-man army or, you know, just beating the crap out of people like he's Vin Diesel or The Rock or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of true to his character because in the game, I mean, there's an action element to it, but most of it was just kind of like you're trying to get to a certain place and it might be easier for you to not fight anyone. So. Yeah. I another thing I liked about this it wasn't like trying to overly reference the games. I mean my knowledge of the games is limited at best, but I don't feel like they were like crazy in your face about it. Uh I don't think so either. I mean it, it's easily one where you could look at it and if somebody didn't know better and watched it they would have no idea that it was a video game movie. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I mean, there are some other video game movies where you could watch it and you'd be like, oh, this is based on a video game? Like, I didn't realize that. But... <laughs> like Mario Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, loosely based on the game. Um, right. I guess, you know, like I said, some of the comedic scenes really stood out to me. Oh, I wish I would have wrote down some quotes because there was a few that made me laugh. Uh, I guess towards the beginning where where Nathan Drake is like bartending mm -hmm. and he makes a drink for that, that snobby girl. And he's like, you want me to open a tab? And he like turns around and she's not there. And he's like, yeah, I guess might as well. It's a daddy's money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. And then towards the end when he's cleaning up and he like steal something off her without her even noticing. Mm -hmm. But when she said that, uh, then she's, she said he was like weird, but kind of cute at the same time. And he's like, well, then I'm a little offended, but I'm also, um, a little flattered, a little flattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, I don't know. Was there any like quotes or anything that were mem memorable to you? 
I forgot quotes specifically, but one part that I thought was funny that I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the video game or not, but when uh, Nathan Drake and Victor start working together, uh, Victor asks Nathan what he needs, and then he says, he like lists off all these things, and then he's like, also, I need a cat. And then, so he meets up, and he gives... Uh, Victor gives Nathan everything he needs and he's just like, what's the cat for? He's like, oh, the cat's not for me. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, your, your life seems pretty sad and I think you could use a, use a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, there's another kind of funny thing too. It's some of the, like, the overblown like crazy action scenes like when stuff was falling out of the plane. Mm-hmm. And he's like fighting to stay up on it and kicking guys off and everything. Uh, and he and, finally gets back on a plane and then the, the car hits him and he's like, oh, really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that part made me laugh. That that scene was so much of impossible, like ridiculous. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like to- that was a total um, Indiana Jones-esque Mm-hmm. Uh, type thing where something just over the top. I'm trying to, I can't think of anything offhand um, from any of the Indiana Jones movies, but they always have those things that go a little bit too far. Well, uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, if you watch that one, where Indiana Jones hides in a refrigerator and survives an atomic <laughs> blast. Yeah, or how he, um, was it, is it Temple of Doom where he's in the um, that life raft? Mm, yeah, yep. Yeah, going down a like a snowy hill or mountain on it. <laughs> yeah, they jump out of a plane. I think jump out it. of a plane. It doesn't flip or anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so yes, yeah, suspension of belief. You know. Yeah, there was the um, the part of the things falling out of the plane where he's like climbing and jumping up the cargo, which is ridiculous. But the most ridiculous part was where uh, he and the girl are falling and they're on the crate and they're like, Oh, let's pull the parachute. So he yeah. pulls the parachute and he's holding on to the crate. Like, dude, that would rip off your arm so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways. for sure. Uh, another funny thing that cracked me up was when they're at that, uh, the auction for that gold cross. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nate is, in like the top floor trying to like um turn off like all the lights and stuff mm-hmm. and the alarms and that Scottish guy comes up and he says a whole bunch of stuff and and I'm thinking to myself like what the heck did he just say and then Nate's just like I- I'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> like that cracked me up because that's exactly what I said yeah uh, I think that was what I texted you I'm like dude this movie's funnier than I thought it was gonna be <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a pretty good job on balancing it out. So, um, I guess I'm trying to think of some of the other unrealistic things when they have the helicopter strapped up to the pirate ship. Oh yeah, and they're like pulling it out of the water. That was incredibly unrealistic to me. Uh, well, and then they drop the ship, and then somehow it floats. <laughs> Things hundreds of years old and it floats. Yeah. And it doesn't just like 
explode on impact. Right, exactly. It probably I mean, would have gr- disintegrated. Granted, it it does sink, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of what. So one one I thing. Lost my thought train of thought here. Yeah, no problem. I'll jump in. Um, because one thing that kind of bothers me with some of these uh, treasure hunting adventure movies is that people go on completely out of their way for stupid things. So Mm -hmm. for instance, they had to get these two gold crosses because then they had to go and they had to find a way to where the gold was hidden. Yeah. Um, And so the whole thing was that there was this crew of, I don't even know how many they said like 18 or something, uh, a crew of guys who hid the treasure and they were going to go back and get it but then they hid clues so that they would know where to go back. And I'm kind of like, well, if anyone's smart, uh, they would have made their own map or they could have easily found where they were anyways. Like they didn't need all these reference points and things like that. I mean, cause they could have remembered on their own and they mm-hmm. created this whole elaborate thing on, you know, teamwork and having to go through these puzzles and traps and things. And it's just like, I kind of get the concept, but at the same time, it's just like somebody easily could have gotten their own ship and gone back and found it relatively to a certain extent, relatively easy. Yeah. But yeah, but then it wouldn't have made a very interesting movie. Now, <laughs> right they have to have some twists and turns in it like the national treasure movies mm-hmm. now one thing that did surprise me um spoiler alert uh, since this is a newer movie spoiler alert if you haven't seen it and you don't want anything ruined with it i was uh pretty surprised when they killed antonio banderas yeah me too so that was uh not something i expected it was nice seeing Antonio Banderas again. Yeah, right. I feel like it's been a while since he's been in anything. Mm-hmm. I think he's done a, a, some small stuff, but yeah, I don't think he's done anything major for a little while. Yeah, He's done some voice work. He was in a TV series? Oh, yeah, the Picasso thing. Uh, so you got I mean, the whole the whole side story with Nate's brother too. I felt like it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I, I mean like it wasn't fleshed out as well as it should have been. Yeah, it felt kind of weird. It, it felt like there was a huge emphasis on the beginning, and then it just kind of like slowly got less and less important. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, this woman killed your brother and then like you know spoilers but at the end we see like a guy in a jail like was that supposed to be his brother uh yeah well it's whoever is writing him the postcard so whether it's actually his brother or not yeah well that whole side story i was really not very interested in 
<laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if his brother really died or not because his brother is a part of the video game series, and so he's involved later on. Actually, I think he might be involved in the fourth game. But right. anyways, yeah. So overall, I mean, pretty good movie. Uh, it moved well. It was definitely entertaining, you know, got the comedy and things like that. Definitely has, uh, I mean, we already talked about the similarities with uh, Indiana Jones and uh, National Treasure and things like that. So uh, not uh, not your typical video game movie, because as we said, you could easily watch it and have no idea it was a video game movie and still be fully immersed and entertained by yeah, it so yeah. and like i said i knew a little bit about the uncharted movies and or games and what they were about but you know i know some people have really been like hating on this movie and you know probably because they know way more than i do about the games where i kind of went into it you know with a little bit of back um, story but not a lot so I I mean I enjoyed it it was entertaining uh, will I watch it again I, I don't know but now I kind of it's going to shock you now I kind of want to check out the Spider-Man movies <laughs> well like I said I know I'm not a big Marvel fan but the Spider-Man movies I think are probably the best uh, best uh, Marvel movies of late so yeah and I always like the, the Tobey Maguire ones so and I even liked the the first Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, with Garfield. Yeah, no, if if you like that, I definitely think that Tom Holland, in my opinion, Tom Holland's the best uh, Spider-Man. So his, what, he only did two specific Spider-Man movies, I think. So. Um, what, Tom Holland? Or no, three. He did three. Yeah, three. Andrew Garfield did two. Yeah, that's right. Um but yeah, they're they're good. They're entertaining. You'll I think you'll definitely enjoy those. Rock. Yeah, I might have to check them out. Yeah. Especially since my daughter's been really into that Spidey and his amazing friends. Spidey. Show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and then she'll keep asking me questions about it. I'm like, I guess I know a little bit more about Spider Man than I thought I did. Rock. But do you want to get into trivia stuff? Let's do it. Okay, I don't have a whole heck of a lot for this since the movie is so new. But in the early stages of production, Mark Wahlberg, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci were all slated to be in the movie, with uh, David O. Russell directing the film. Uh, since then, all three and the director dropped out of the project. Uh, Wahlberg would end up coming back and being casted as Sully. Interesting. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of interested in what they were gonna do with De Niro and Pesci. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's never a bad thing to have those guys in your movie. So I wondered what that movie would be like. Mm-hmm. Um, the film is the first feature production of Sony's PlayStation Productions. Yeah, I noticed that when I was watching the intros, I was like, oh yeah, this is PlayStation. So what what else they've planned? Do you know? I don't remember if you could do going, a God of War movie. I kind of doubt it, or at least right now. But I'll look it up while you share some more stuff. And yeah, because I'm trying to think of like what other things do they own that they can make into a movie? Crash Bandicoot. Oh man, they've got like 
plenty, but ooh, they're talking the Last about Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us is a TV show, so I don't think PlayStation Productions is doing it, but maybe I could be wrong. Um, Ghosts of Tsushima, which is a game I just played, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. so they could really make that amazing. Uh, Jack and Daxter supposedly okay. is a project going on. Um, and I'm not sure if they have anything. Uh, okay, yeah. So those are movie. Those are the three known movies that have been discussed. HBO is doing The Last of Us, which is technically a PlayStation production. Uh, Peacock is rumored to be doing Twisted Metal. Hmm. And Amazon Prime is uh, supposedly going to be doing God of War. Interesting. Yeah. Who do you think they'll get to play? Um, well, Kratos? Man, Kratos, yeah. Oh, I was man. blanking on his name. Uh, Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because he could kind of look like him. I mean, just like facial-wise. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I'm I'm not sure. That's that's tough because the guy who did the voice acting was uh, so fantastic, uh, but I don't uh, know that he could execute the part on actually trying to play the role. But right. So. Okay, so more trivia here. Um, Tom Holland was cast as Nathan Drake after Sony turned down his pitch for a young James Bond movie. Oh, nice. Which would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, after finishing the film, Tom Holland became, began filming Spider-Man No Way Home just days later. So, busy schedule for him. Yeah. Brian Cranston, Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Matthew McConaughey, and Woody Harrelson were all considered for Sully before the role went to Wahlberg. Some of those were weird. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, that's a weird one. Chris Hemsworth, weird one. Apparently Jake Gyllenhaal and um, Tom Holland. Tom Holland really wanted to work with him, and they uh, did okay. a Spider-Man movie together. So Yeah, I mean, nothing against Gyllenhaal, but I just don't feel like he's old enough to be Sully. Uh, well, I thought Mar- felt like Mark Wahlberg barely, you know. Yeah, Brian Cranston probably would have been great at it. I don't know if I could see him doing like the physical role like that, but yeah, I feel like uh, Woody Harrelson could have been all right, you know, not like yeah. amazing, but he could have fit. So, um, Naughty Dog approached Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg several times to write the screenplay. Uh, they declined, saying that it would just be another Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the film was actually banned in Vietnam because it features a map that includes the nine dash line. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the film is actually a prequel to the games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, and, yeah, I guess so. Because, uh, Sully and Nathan Drake already like know each other in that. So, Yeah. And the last thing I got is this movie movie had a hundred and twenty million dollar budget and made three hundred and ninety two million. Wait, what was the budget? Hundred and twenty million. Okay, yeah. That's and why it made I heard three ninety two. Yeah. Rock. All right. 
So grades. Um, got IMDb Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think they are? I think I may have seen Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, uh, but let's start with IMDb. I'm gonna go with uh, six point eight. It is a six point five. Uh, it's actually gone down since I took my notes. No. Uh, is uh Rotten Tomatoes critic forty one percent? It is forty, I believe. Okay. That might have changed too. I probably should double check. That's what's tough about these newer movies. Oh yeah. Is that like reviews and stuff are still coming in? Gasp. All right, let's see here. Doing a live Google. Dun, dun, it is forty percent. Okay. Uh audience, let's go with sixty five percent. Dude, you're not, you're way off. It was ninety percent. Oh, wow. I thought with you saying how some people hate this so much that it would have been kind of a lower fan reaction. Yeah, I mean, even when I tweeted that we were going to do this movie, like someone commented on it says, dude, that movie's so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, sometimes people just like go crazy with it, like saying that, oh, the new Star Wars was so horrible. Like, yeah. really? It might not have been as good as the original, but... It's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's difficult to build upon such a great things like a uh, great thing like Star Wars. Yeah. So. Well, it's like people are like, there's no in between anymore. Either something's amazing or it's horrible. <laughs> like, and it even it's especially that way with superhero movies, where people think that everything that Marvel makes is just gold, <laughs> and then everything that DC makes that isn't Batman is just crap. <laughs> it's poop. I'm like, they're pretty similar. <laughs> but uh, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. So um, whatever anybody wants to do with their own opinion, uh, how I look at it is taking it for what it's worth, where this is a video game movie and the video game uh, adaptations have had a very rough go of it. They have certainly, certainly got much better uh, here in recent years. Um, but even as a movie as a whole, as we've already talked about, I mean, it's entertaining and it's pretty well done. It's not, this movie's not coming out to make waves. It's not coming out to have Oscar winning performances or get any awards. It's coming out to portray the video game and everything that goes along with it. And honestly, you know, they did a pretty good job with it. Of course, there might be some things that don't line up perfectly. We don't, uh, we're not experts on the Uncharted series, but from what I know from it and the characters and everything, they did a pretty good job with it. Uh, probably biggest gripe is that, well, I wouldn't even say biggest gripe, but some of the bigger takeaways is maybe Tom Holland seemed a little bit too young and maybe Mark Wahlberg seemed a little bit too young too, but especially mm-hmm. with you, uh, cl- labeling it as a prequel, you know, they've got some things that they could grow into and develop if they choose to do anything else within the future. Um, but I mean, it was entertaining. It was good. It accomplished what it was supposed to. So, I mean, I think this is uh, just a successful movie as a whole. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you might look at things and take away where it's just like, 
oh, you can't even tell it's a video game movie. That could be a positive or a negative. I think in this case, it's a positive mm-hmm. because it's such a story adventure heavy video game that could easily translate into a movie like this. Yeah. So I think uh, I was pleased with it. I think they did a good job with it. Like you said, they kept a, a comedic element to it, which was in the games as well. So I am giving it a 4.5 out of five. Oh man. That's higher than I thought you were going to give it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, I didn't really have anything bad to say so yeah that's I couldn't really think of anything bad to say either and it was hard to grade it because no I don't think it's an amazing movie but it's an entertaining like popcorn movie you know and it's something you can sit down and watch you don't have to pay like super close attention to um it does have like some um exciting moments and edge of the seat kind of stuff and you know, the, you, like you mentioned, the comedic element was, was pretty good. And, you know, like, like we both said, it wasn't Mark Wahlberg's best acting job, but it definitely wasn't his worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, at Holland, I enjoyed him in this. But, yeah, like, the characters seem kind of young for who they're supposed to be playing. Um. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Sully have gray hair in the games? Yeah, he had gray hair and a mustache. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I can see him now, like in my head. So it seems kind of weird to have uh, Mark Wahlberg playing that character. But, you know, I guess if you're going to go younger for it, it makes a little bit of sense that it's a prequel to the games. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed this. Uh and anytime a movie can remind me of like that mummy trilogy mm. that I'm good with it because I enjoyed those movies a lot. Um, so it's just a hard time grading this. I end up giving it a four out of five. There was some room for improvement, but I was entertained, so I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, honestly, looking at this and looking at my grades, I kind of feel like all these video game scores I gave, I kind of gave them, maybe a 0.5 higher than uh, what I would maybe a normal movie. Because like I said, I'm trying to take things in the context of what they are and what they're trying to accomplish. And since the video game industry uh, or video game film industry has had such a rough go of it, Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like some of these have been far more successful than the vast majority um, so Sonic and Uncharted are getting good grades here. Now, like if you took them and just said, Hey, let's compare this movie to all other movies, I would probably give them a half a point less. Yeah. Maybe something like that. But again, you know, like a horror movie, I'm gonna base it on, you know, your horror movie criteria, video game movies, I'm gonna base it on video game movie criteria, you know, action, comedy, everything like that. And so with these, um, with Uncharted, I feel that it deservedly so goes with the 4.5, in my opinion. And uh, definitely, like you were just saying, too, room for improvement. But again, like look at it against all the other ones, all the other movies in the video game industry, and it just uh, stands 
pretty high above most of the rest. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I find it funny that um, movies based on video games tend to be bad, and video games based on movies tend to be bad. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? Oh man, that would have been an interesting <laughs> conversation because you know a video game that I really want to go back and play? What's that? The Thing. I forgot they made a game of that. Yeah. Did you I, know they that, made an Evil Dead game too? I think I heard that. But I have uh, a terrible memory with the Thing video game where that was back in the day where you could screw yourself by doing bad saves. Yeah. And I had a save point where I was stuck at a checkpoint save or manual save, whatever it was, and you couldn't go back and I had no health. And there was like a big mid boss right (laughs) after that. And there was no way for me to get past it. Way to go. Yep. So I never did get to finish the game. I was disappointed. You just rage quit. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, very few movie-based games ended up being good. Yeah, now now I'm curious what other... And coming back on that, the Spider-Man games were always good. Yeah. But now, so next week, we're going to be talking about Return of the Jedi. Unless April all of a sudden grows another week. <laughs> we'll finally get into it and i was talking to you about this before we started recording that i'm planning on watching jedi on my ced player and it dawned on me that that version of the movie i'll have will be the original Mm -hmm. without any cgi special edition uh changes that george lucas had to get his fingers in <laughs> yeah so it'll be it'll be a fun interesting watch and see if i can piece together some of that stuff in my mind because i watched the special edition so many times on vhs as a kid mm. but let's see if i pick up on any of that Rock. but just like always be kind and rewind. Thank you.